everybody. I am writer for the Nighttime Show, Mike Glazer, here with head writer of the Nighttime Show, Matt Walker. Our guest today, you know him from NSYNC, Dancing with Stars, and that dynamite, dynamite restaurant, Fat Ones Hot Dogs in Orlando. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today, Joey Fato. Bring in the motherfucking heat! Joey Fatone is in the motherfucking studio. He's hanging out with us because we are very cool. And he thinks we are nice. And I dressed up as him for Halloween. And my friends thought that it was pretty great. <laughs> I'm bad at rapping. I'm, so am I. I'm so bad at I'm bad at that and bad at Christmas rapping, too. <laughs> That's all right. Can't That's rap all right. But yes, you did. I was I was, I was. was like, did he really dress up as me or is he, he lying did. about that? Oh, and no. I saw it on Twitter and I was like, That's awesome. I tried. I really tried. Tried. It was, it was. I got the jacket. I got a jacket. You just with, needed the wig with red tips on it. That was. It? That's what oh, you were missing. Man. That's the iconic. Shit. I guess. Yeah. The, I, I don't know if that's iconic, really, but whatever. The no, fuck. no, no. It it's was Ronald icon- McDonald hair. People knew. That. People knew. I was walking around and they knew. They were like, "Oh my god, are you dressed up?" As but they were like, "Where's the rest of them?" Yeah, where's everybody else? <laughs> like, like, you know, there's just one member. Of no, the they always, she goes the whole group. They always ask me that, and I'm usually yeah. like, "Yes, I'm all five. Yeah. I'm the size now of all five of them combined. <laughs> or like Voltron, they've come together. I've come together, and I'm just one." It, it was the Highlander boy band. There can be only one. You killed the rest of them. Exactly. <laughs> Did people still ask you that on a pretty like people, where are the guys? Oh yeah, yeah. hey, where yeah. Are the guys? At? Oh yeah, always that. It's always like, "Where's Justin Timberlake?" I'm like, yeah, he's up my ass. Like, like, what am I supposed to say? You know, they it's still, like, oh god, everybody's working, everybody's doing things. It's like, like we don't hang out. It's been like, yeah. gosh, we, we have been split since what, two thousand one, two thousand two. Oh my god, I'm like it's a little bit. Yeah. Are you like, I don't? Do I look that much like Jessica Biel that I would know where he is at all? Times? Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Come on. <laughs> Good lord, and I wish I looked like Jessica Biel. <laughs> sexy. I wish you looked like Jessica Biel right now. Right, yeah. Yeah. my personal. <laughs> Sorry, you got me. That's uh, all right. You got right. the Stephen look alike. Actually, <laughs> uh, man, uh, we've uh, we've you and I have run into each other numerous. around numerous times. Uh, I guess at, at some events that I wasn't invited supposed to be to. at. <laughs> you should have been invited. That's wrong. Well, uh, yeah, well, Wait, were you know. invited to Hank's house too? Or I was to- invited okay. to Hank's house. <laughs> yeah, we hung out. Um, the first time we ever got to really hang out yep. was uh, a very mysteriously bizarre, wonderful time yep. uh, where um, Hank Basket and Kendra Wilkinson uh, are, are buddies of mine. Yep. Yeah. And they invited me over for a barbecue. And I was like, hell yeah, we're going. And took my girlfriend. Why we not, we right? went to a barbecue and we got there. And uh, and Mr. Joey Fatone. Lo and behold, your twin was there. Yep. There, we, and he, there he was hanging out. We were having hot dogs and hamburgers. Yep. And I was like, this is the coolest thing that's ever <laughs> happened to me. And I'm friends with Hank too. So it was funny that yeah, we, we hung out. We actually hit it off. We went to a charity event. And uh, in uh, where were the heck were we? I think Atlanta or something like that, or North yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. And then there was also a major league ga- major league gaming event mm-hmm. that was connected to the hotel. Oh, so yeah. we went to the charity event and then snuck over to the major league gaming. And now he plays all. That's what he yeah, does all the he time. He owns now. a all company. He does, yeah. uh, he's a part of part owner of a company called Games Case. Uh, yep. G A E M. I have one of those. Uh, so do I. Those, those are things dope. are awesome. <laughs> it's like uh, Glazer. If you haven't seen one of these things, it's like a flat screen inside of a suitcase. Okay. 
yeah. and then your uh, it you like your straps console your whatever, console yeah. in there. Oh, give so you it can just to take me. it with you and just yeah. plug it in anywhere and play it's, video games on a big neat, flat screen. It's, it's pretty neat sweet. to have geek. Uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. Also, it feels sure. like you're a businessman, but really you're secretly cooler than everyone who does carry briefcases. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, well, actually, sure. well, yeah. I mean, it's, my it's case like is he... actually it's a sticker that says Willy Wonka. It looks like a chocolate bar. Actually, mine. I put a Willy Wonka case. It's like if you called Exhibit and he pimped your briefcase. That's basically right. Right. That's kind of Hank made one for me and, and and the cover of it was a picture of my face and it says don't blame me I'm a comedian and he like did that he, it was like his idea yeah. he was like do you like it well here's okay here's how I met him this is a super weird story but I'm at uh, I went to Boa Steakhouse for a dinner thing because I'm fancy because you're cool because I'm so fancy everybody goes to Boa oh yeah so we should be seen <laughs> there's like seven so we're it's like seven uh, Playboy playmates are sitting at this table. Even with you, or with with me, my girlfriend, Hank, his his wife. How the hell do I get invited to that thing? <laughs> well, <laughs> the reason we all went to have this dinner was because one of them was like, uh, she was like, "Well, I'm friends with the owner, so we get half price. So oh. whatever you want is it's half half <laughs> off." And so we all, or there was like three or four guys at the table, and a, like a shitload of playmates. The bill comes, and it's like three grand you know yeah. four grand something insane like <laughs> yeah, this yeah. right and the girl goes the girl goes it's supposed to be half off i guess he's not working tonight <laughs> oh my god and she's telling her, listen you're taking half your clothes off after done with this freaking meal oh yeah all the men at the table were like i'm gonna murder myself like just you gotta be fucking kidding me lady like we all had to just yeah so uh, it was rough man i was like i'm an actor comedian like you guys are all football players you guys can all pay for this sheesh. shit but it was rough but anyway I'm sitting next to Hank, and he goes, he goes, um, uh, you, uh, you, you like baseball? And I go, <laughs> great. Uh, no, nope. not, not really. <laughs> and he goes, you like uh, basketball? And I go, yeah, yeah. I mean, sort sure. And he goes, who's your favorite team? And I go, nah, the Raiders. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and he goes, you like, um, video games? <laughs> And I go, find something, find something yeah, to talk yeah. about. And he goes, you like, uh, he's like, you like video games? I'm like, yeah, I like video games. He goes, you want to come over to my house and play video games? <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Hell yeah, I'll come over to your are house. Are we 12? Yes. yes. <laughs> you want to play with my Star Wars figures? Right, what are we going to do? Hell yeah, I'm coming over. Yeah, and then that's how that that's I got invited awesome. to that barbecue. That cool. was crazy. Thank goodness you didn't say, I love basketball. You wouldn't end up having to play basketball. I know. Like that. Oh, that would have been, yeah. yeah, been bad. Um, Joey, you have this insane career with this massive fan base. It's been crazy. It's an insane career. It's an insane <laughs> career. Yes. Was that ever a name? An <laughs> yes. Um, That's insane. <laughs> Before we get into like uh, the details of your career, let's start let's let's go way back. Let's go to the beginning. Where, well, when I was 5 years old, yeah, I talked like this. Yeah. <laughs> where where did you start? When you, when where you were are you from? competing with 14 million other sperm. How did you yeah, How did you get one? to well, the beach? I guess it was just <laughs> one good pump that my dad did that. Nice. He finally <laughs> shot it out, Great. right, into my mom. Wow! And, uh, yeah, oh it happens. Hi, mom. <laughs> is, that the, is that the start of your it, career? That, that's how. That's, how, that's how we start the story. He was like, "Oh my god!" That's what happened. So I was like, "Yes." So you know what? I, I grew, you know grew up uh, in Brooklyn, New York, until I was about thirteen. Where in, uh, where in dad, Brooklyn? Where uh, in Brooklyn? Bensonhurst. Yeah. 
yeah, you know, Bensonhurst, you know, you got to have an accent. No, I really don't anymore. I live in Florida pretty much half, most of more I have in my life. But uh, my dad was always into like um, musical theater. He loved how to sing. He was in like a 70s, 60s kind of band, if you will, but it wasn't very popular. He just kind of did local things in New York, but always, always wanted to do stuff. My dad, I went to Catholic school uh, when I was young in New York City, and my dad put on these plays at school so he like he would write this kind of like a Christmas play and we would do that or oh, he would wow. do certain plays and you know raise money for for the Catholic school wow. and the church so then uh, after that about 13 years old my, my mom always wanted to live in Florida we always went there to, to go to Disney World and all that stuff sure. finally we moved when I was 13 went to middle school there Working, did freaking characters at Disney, you know, did the whole Pluto and waving at everybody and shaking hands and smacking babies. And then I worked doing Universal Studios, which was a live show called a Beetlejuice Graveyard Review Show. Oh, I know the show. Where I played the Wolfman. They had it here in LA as well. Wow. And I played the one in Orlando in Florida. They just tore it down, though, the stage, actually, just about a couple, about, about not even a couple months ago, I think they finally tore it down. They're putting oh up... Uh, Fast and Furious ride, son of a bitches. Uh, but uh, it was fun. You know, it was like it was my my first star career as far as like getting into uh, singing, getting into that kind of stuff. Because for me, it's like same thing. I'm, I didn't care about sports. That was not, and I'm not technically. Uh, I can't catch a freaking ball and save my fucking life. Sure, uh, but. I started doing musicals, one-act plays, Shakespeare plays in high school. We had a great magnet program, and that led me to do more stuff. And then, like I said, I was working at Universal. Uh, Chris worked at Universal as well. That was in NSYNC. He was working in Hollywood High Tens. Yes, Chris Kirkpatrick. Sure. And the crazy thing was, is we kind of got together. He had a, a guy that wanted to put a band together, and it was that's kind of how it happened. It was like, hey, you sing, I sing. I got a band that we're putting together. This guy, Lou Perlman, has got some money. You want to do it? Oh I was like, shit, God. why not? And that's the guy wow. who went up in prison for all that's kinds the, of Yeah, stuff. he passed away, too. Yeah, just People are like, that. he died. How do you feel? I'm like, well, it's kind of mixed emotions because he helped my career, but yet he's a fucking douche yeah. For, yeah. for basically fipple, triple dipping. And then after he was making legitimate money for himself, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a whole other story that we could talk about for hours. Yeah. But he started to basically get other people that he knew and, hey, Invest in me or invest in the money. They would take their life savings and give them this money, and then they would give like these fake reports of how the stocks were doing. Like Bernie Madoff. 100%. And he was just keeping all the money. People were just calling. They're like, no, you want to keep the money? You want to hang it in there? Because it's going to even get better. But he legitimately was making money, though, with us, Backstreet Boys. He was doing all this other stuff. He signed on because he was smart. Again, he was one sixth member of us and Backstreet at one time. So he was no getting shit. it was being split six ways. What for a while? Yeah. Oh that. my yeah. So god. So he was doing that. He was like, "I'll be your manager." So we were. He was getting a percentage of management. Oh. And then he was shit. also. Yeah. He has also his lawyers. Obviously, was taking a look at that. Mm-hmm. So he cut off a little chunk of that and paid himself as well. So wow. yeah. Wow. So when, we when got did, analyzed. That's amazing. Yeah. Shit. When yeah. did you guys? When did you guys figure um, it out? It's like a, what, almost like a straight out of Compton. Well, the crazy situation. thing is, is, we were torn in Germany for about two and a half years, about, about, about around that time, and around the time we were about to head into the, the states and actually break through, because mm-hmm. that's when Hanson and Spice Girls and yeah. actually were starting to come over to the states, and it was after you know the whole grunge Nirvana movement. Are right, yeah. one of our. Uh, uh, Actual, uh, the representative from Germany from our record company took us, had us over for dinner without Lou. Usually Lou was always around, but mm-hmm. Lou wasn't around. He's like, listen, he goes, I'm hearing that you're not really getting paid. I heard that you got like literally like maybe like 10 grand and you've been working for two years. You know, we get like little pieces here and there, but you know, somebody that's 18 years old getting a check for 10 or 20 you, grand, you're like, you're like, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah, you're like, I'm I rich. could buy hookers and blow. Yeah, yeah you know, right, sure. Never happened. I bought candy. And, uh, <laughs> but it was weird because yeah, he was like literally saying, you know, I- I'm giving you a check for like 5 million and you're not getting this stuff. Let, let, you need to do some, you guys need to do some research and really think. 
look into something. Something's not adding up, he said. He goes, I don't know what is. I don't know what your deal is with Lou, but you need to look into Who it. Who said this? Our, our One of our, our representatives of BMG in Germany. Wow. And this is before you guys Good broke looking. out to be huge. Well, we were huge in Europe at the time. Okay. That yeah. was actually where we were like a, like a, a hot... A, Pretty high career. People were following us. You know, we had fans, mm-hmm. and we were, you know, selling out. Like, not even arenas, like these big. I don't even know what the theaters, if you will, but it was just empty, and people just packed them in. There was no seats. Okay. So it was one of those like open venues kind of thing. Ooh, if you that will. sounds so fun. It was, it was awesome because we were selling merchandise, we were selling, us, but we were so busy that we never really realized and looked into the how much we were making, how much yeah. we were selling in this, how much we were selling in t- you know tickets and all that shit. But yeah, little lo and behold, we didn't know, and then finally we we got wise. We got a lawyer, had them look into it, and. Obviously, contractually, he had a good contract with it, so we had to settle out of court. Mm-hmm. Gave, you know, after the, I think it was like a year or so, he we had to still pay some money, and then after that, we were done with him. Wow! wow. So you guys got out. The more you know. Bing, yeah. bing, bing. <laughs> <laughs> that is unreal. Yeah, it's crazy. Man. It's, a, it's a, it was a whole uh, whirlwind of, of interesting things because you know somebody you trust, that you think you trust, that has your back, is you yeah. know screwing you over. And you're like, dude, I mean, you know. We're all here to make money. Let's make yeah. the money. If we're going to make the money, let's make the money together, not yeah. be a whore and rip everybody off and you know take all this money. Like, it seems like that's the story you hear oh, about all shit. these. And so, now he's dead. So what is he going to do with yeah. that money? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's just gone. But it seems like that's kind of the story you hear about all the like the boy bands and the girl bands and all that kind of stuff, like dating back to village people in the 70s. People, that's true. Right. 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 They, just, they yeah. assemble them and they're just like... Yep. Take all this, take well, this, like, take you know, this. The managers, yeah, yeah, you get the managers that, that are ripping you off. Like, you know, Billy Joel, I'm sure, he's got, he's got ripped off, I think, once or twice, a few times, yeah. obviously, yeah. when he made his money. Because you don't know. You're getting busy. You're doing this. You're enjoying what you're doing. But then you realize, okay, this is a business. This is a brand. Yeah. You know, regardless of, yes, I want to make music and I want to create. I love what people do that, too. They're like, oh, I'm creative and I want to make peace to the world and make that one hit song. Bullshit. You want to make money. Don't yeah. lie. I mean, it's yeah. a mixture. It is yeah. a mixture. I it's mean, you mix. love the music. You love what you do. Just like, you know, what we yeah. love to do. We love to act. We love to perform. But right. yeah, we want to get a little bit of compensation for it because yeah. we want to live. Of right. course. By the way, Stephen, <laughs> I mean, you stole only fifteen bucks from the last nighttime show. Son of a oh, bitch! Oh, get that paid. Get paid. I just remembered. In front of Joey for. T- I'm just. Kidding. I just remembered. All right, I'll give it back. To I, I can. I can give you fifteen bucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's still waiting on the Storks money. Is that what you're waiting for right now? Really, really waiting for that. <laughs> that yeah, that's just, the level of money that comedy wait, gets you at, right there. The fifteen dollar level. That's what comedy yeah. gets. You. Right, right. No, understood, understood. Um, what What was the other uh, the other guys in the band? How did they? Did you? Were you guys? Were you we guys were nervous? I mean, we were did you have like a band still. meeting. Well, we were did all you, nervous. Yeah. yeah, we were nervous because it's like one of those. If you really think about it, like in the whole scheme of things, we had <laughs> it ranged the age when we first started. Though Justin was fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus me Christ. Me and JC wore. Uh, oh, Lance was actually sixteen. So it was fourteen, sixteen. Me and Lance. Uh, me and JC were seventeen, turning eighteen, and Chris was twenty-four. So you had this ten-year age gap oh, between all of us. First of all, so it was twenty-four to fourteen yeah. when we first started. So he's the one who got, got all the booze for you guys, when right? Exactly. Started. Yeah. Well, again, yeah. at that time, we didn't booze anywhere. It didn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Yeah. We, that was the whole thing. Know your power. We didn't know that in a sense where we always thought, okay, we're working together with everybody, but really they're working for us. Yeah, yeah. you know, not mentally really thinking about and you, that and knowing the power. Are you yeah. living on a tour Ooh. bus at this time too? So yeah, like yeah, your overhead is nothing. So it's just like ah, oh, everything is free. Yeah, doesn't yeah, really I matter. Mean, well, it was like one of those things where after a while, when we finally because first when we first started, obviously the tour bus it was like ten of us, and there was like you know at first it was like six, one security guard and the five of us. Obviously, as we got popular, we had more security, but then again the bus was still there, so we had like ten of us on one little bus. <laughs> oh, no, shit. Finally, when we came to the states, it was like okay, let's split up a little bit. So. Me and Lance, actually, my brother was a videographer for us, and he was on tour with us. So it was the three of us, and it was JC, Justin, and Chris on the other tour bus. Wow. So we split that up. But it was it was one of those things where we didn't really know 
know our power and know what we can do. So it was kind of sure. like nervous about, okay, well, what if we decide to say no and we file in the court? And if we lose, what happens if we lose? You know, what happens if this, yeah. if that? You know, you get nervous. We don't know. Oh, you know, and you have God. all these people pulling you left and right because and five guys too trying to make a decision. It's tough. Whoa, you know, we do, we do the majority rules every time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was yeah. always like three. You know, three three people did. That's it. That's what we do. Regardless if you didn't like it or not, suck it up. That's it. Yeah. That's how we dealt with it. But it was again, it was one of those things where we were so nervous because we just didn't want to fail. And our lawyers were like, listen, we have everything. We have all these documents. We can't lose. I'm like, and even David said the most case, worst case scenario in a sense, you're going to settle out of court because he's going to keep going. He has the money to keep going. And so do you. But do you really want to do that? Right. So all the money goes to the lawyers at that point. Exactly. So it's like we we do. And even the lawyers were cool with it in a sense, that sense. The funny part about it was on a side deal, which I guess maybe some people know as far as the insight and details, when we knew the minute they was going to break up our contract with RCA, that obviously with the, actually Transcon, which was with Lou Perlman, it breaks off the contract with RCA because that's together bonded mm-hmm. with RCA and Transcon. Yeah. Jive came in around and said, hey, listen, we know you're dealing with this. We're dealing with that. He was like, I'll take care of this. I'll take care of that. I want to sign you guys on to Jive, blah, 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 blah. Basically gave us a, a, mm-hmm. a contract we kind of couldn't refuse. Yeah. So the minute that everything went through with the lawyers and broke that up, we signed a deal uh, even before anybody could come out and give us a deal. He jumped the gun. Ooh, yeah, wow. Scott right. Caller was awesome. He, he, he came in and just swooped in because all of a sudden all these other record companies like, yeah. hey, we want you guys. And I'm like, too late. Too late. Yeah. And he gave us the pretty much a, a good deal that we couldn't refuse. So that's, that's awesome. Amazing. We'll do it. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's one of those interesting Cinderella yeah. stories. We were mopping and cleaning and didn't get enough money, and then the fairy godmother came and blessed us. Hey, um, man, this is a lot of fun. Are you having a good time there, Matt I'm Walker? I'm having a great time. Man, oh, man, do I love uh, recording episodes of the Nighttime Show podcast. But you know what I love doing even more than that? What do you love more than that? Popping open a bottle of Fireball whiskey, which I happen to have with me right here. <laughs> that and is you know a bottle what? of Fireball. It is. It's a big bottle. It says Fireball whiskey, and it is yummy, yum, yums, uh, cinnamon flavor. I'm actually, I don't know if you... I don't know if you can hear it, but if I hold up the bottle, you can hear the bottle talk. Hang you on, you can't hear a bottle talk. Hold. Wait, shh, just listen real quiet. Oh, what's happening, everybody? How y'all doing tonight? Hey, there's my Whoa. bottle of Fireball Wait, whiskey. That bottle's talking. That's that's a crazy. real bottle that can talk. Yeah, that's well, amazing. What's happening, Matt? You said you were having a good time, right? I am having a good time. You want to have a great time? Yeah, you want to have a great time? You got. Pop the, we're going to pop this bottle up, and I'm going to put you in my mouth. Yeah. You ready for that? Oh, I've been ready my whole bottle up. Oh, I want oh. you so deep down my throat. Here oh. we go. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it all. Oh. Give it to Here me, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm opening it. Oh, can you smell it? Oh. <laughs> well, you swallowed that whole bottle of Fireball. That's amazing. Well, it was a, a nice. It's a lot of Fireball, and it's down in my belly. Are you down there? Steven. This is a blast, man. Thanks for swallowing me. Hey, how's it going in my uh, in my stomach? How is it down there? Oh, it's really great. Hey, did you go to In-N-Out? <laughs> I did. Oh, man, lucky me. Yeah, you bet. Enjoy some of that, buddy. Those are for yeah, for y'all. <laughs> this is great, man. Let's it's get loose. Let's get loose. Let's have a good time. I'm going to shake my belly around. Oh, wait, oh, 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 oh. Hey, you see a TV guide in there? Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, actually, yeah, I do. One of the it's dog a TV guy. There's a TV and a TV in there. Turn around, you can see it yeah. on the wall. Cool. Um, it's Sanyos, I believe. <laughs> Sanyos <laughs> Fireball. What do you see on the TV? Oh my gosh! Look at me. What is this? A, Get out! Is it? Are you, 
Is it an old oh, episode of Quantum oh, Leap? Yeah. Whoa. Is he ever going to get back? I don't know. I don't know. But enjoy that, buddy. And thanks for being in my stomach. Fireball whiskey. It's a party in your stomach and a party in your heart. Fireball whiskey. Bye. All right. Let's get back to the show. So at the peak of NSYNC's popularity, how big were the arenas that you were doing at that time? We did stadiums. Yeah, well, you guys did Madison Square Garden. You guys <laughs> we did, did Madison, Madison Square Garden. But we Garden. went bigger. We did, we, did, we did three nights at Madison Square Garden, sold that out. Yeah! Uh, we probably could have did more, but we, 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 after that, we actually did stadiums. So we mm-hmm. sold out. Um, we've, we've, I think, held the record for a few of the fastest stadiums sell out. And we actually, the cool thing was, is we, like, closed one stadium and opened up another one the next year. I think it was in uh, uh, Heinz Stadium. Yeah, Heinz Field. And so you was, closed down Three Rivers and opened up Heinz Field. You got it, correct. So it was pretty okay. awesome. It was like the first musical act to close it and to open it, you know, oh, that's besides awesome. oh sports God. and everything. So, so we you were, were doing like 50,000, 60,000 yeah, seats. Yeah, 50,000, 60,000. Jesus And it was our concert. It wasn't like yeah. co-headlining or it yeah. wasn't like, it was basically opening acts, us. Yeah, it was, that's uh, amazing. It's one of those things where you sit back. I have a picture, actually, one of those almost like a panoramic picture of some guy went all the way up the top, took a picture of where it was still light out. The show wasn't even mm-hmm. started, and the place was pretty much already packed. Mm-hmm. Oh that's one God. of those things you look, you're like, holy shit, we did that. You know, yeah. it's one yeah. of those things where it's just bizarre. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you start thinking again, you, you, you think of, okay, wow, it's amazing to perform in front of these people. It's amazing to, to do this. Meanwhile, people only in the fucking back see us like little ants, you know, yeah, these little right. things. But then you look at the merchandise side. People are buying glow sticks, people are buying t-shirts, people are buying this. So it's almost, you start to go, okay, what are those numbers? And sometimes like, you know, we'll get, we'll get these readouts after because we were mm-hmm. smart yeah. every night. At that point, you're like, yeah, okay, now oh, I got to look at it. I want to know everything. Tell yeah. me yeah. everything. And they're like, all right, well, you know, today, you know, it's usually about 25 bucks to 30 bucks a person a head mm-hmm. have bought something times that by 60,000 so you look at it and you go that's that cool <laughs> <laughs> that's a, like, you don't even need to know math to no. know. <laughs> why even bother oh, yeah. oh my god yeah it was one of those things where it was just it, it was just insane and you know you, you do you do silly things just like anybody does I bought a big ass house I, mm-hmm. I had it for 10 years I loved it but I was like after a while I'm like I never went upstairs my daughter was the only one that lived upstairs <laughs> what? she had like the really? whole floor was like two, two three bedrooms <laughs> it's ridiculous she had like two game rooms all this other stuff and I'm like and I'm looking at it going, what the hell am I doing with this stuff? Like, yeah. I love it. It's nice, but I'm never home. I'm always working. Yeah. My daughter, I, I don't even, like, like I said, I never even went upstairs. My master bedroom was downstairs. Yeah. And I was like, why am I spending all this fucking money when I can go on great vacations and just get a smaller house? Yeah. So mm-hmm. as you, you know, as you get older, you, you finally realize that. So people that are out there aspiring to do stuff like, you know, acting and singing and dancing, save your money. <laughs> yeah. Go on good vacations. For sure. Yeah. Uh, where Where do you live now? What part? Where? Uh, Orlando, Florida. I'm, yeah. I moved back. I was here uh, in California for about three years. Uh, I lived in Calabasas. My agent was like, "Hey, come on out because that's where you get all the work, and everybody's here." Blah, 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 blah. I worked everywhere else but LA. <laughs> <laughs> Meetings were here, which I could fly in and do yeah. that. Yeah. And then I finally moved back to Florida. I'm like, "Why do I need to to spend you know money?" When yeah. I have a, I can get a bigger house in Florida, and there's no state tax in Florida. Now, mm-hmm. your dad was a big uh, fan of music and of, of this kind of yep, performing and a, stuff. Yeah, yeah, he was in a group called the Orions back in the day, which he never made it anywhere. Did, well, did he get screwed by his manager too? Is that like a? Family they, I don't think they even had a manager. I don't think they even had a manager. They were the manager. <laughs> now, like, did he come out a lot? Did he come out and watch you a lot? Like, oh yeah. What was that well, like? He, I mean, you kind of lived the dream that he. Would, I lived. Yeah, I basically was filling his shoes, but then all of a sudden there was uh, a radio station, a local radio station in Orlando that came up with this audition because they wanted to do a man band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, my dad jumped at the freaking deal. Oh, and yeah. the Holy. band was called Not So Boy Band. 
And they went on tour, and they actually even opened up for us. They got a guy that had Get money that was back. Out yeah. of That's here. Awesome. Oh, you could probably go online and find it somewhere. Oh, my uh, God. Not so boy, man. I'm like, Dad, you need any oxygen or anything on the side of the stage? I was like, let me make sure you're okay. But yeah, he opened up for us. They had a guy that, that had money and wanted to, to kind of have fun with it. He just An older gentleman that just had mm-hmm. money was like, here, I'll give you money for to get the in ears. We'll get costumes. We'll record some stuff. Record some songs. Oh my! I'll put God. you on tour. They, they he paid for the touring for them, and they opened up for us. That's wow. amazing. Isn't that funny? Wow! So my dad stayed, you know, shared the same stage as I did, which is pretty wow. funny. That's great. That's yeah. outrageous. Yeah, so it's pretty funny. Yeah. God, that must. Didn't be, you? That's you did so an nice. episode like that on Big Time Rush, where you put together a man band. Because uh, you? you had the one where it was like, it was an old band. They got. Why back do you together. remember that? And he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you used to watch the episodes. I've seen three of them, and that was one of them. Uh, <laughs> every yeah. once in a while, my girlfriend will walk in on me watching an episode of the It show. happens. It's critique. Yeah. You got to watch yourself. You know. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, my character on the show. And was, she's like, put was, your pants back on. They told me it was a cross between uh, Lou Pearlman. Mm-hmm. And Kanye West. That's what they said up front. They were like, it's kind of right down the center between right. those two guys. Like, you know, like a little. And so I did my research on uh, awesome. on on Perlman. And right. then I did my research on Kanye. And I was like, I was like, this is this is how I'm going to how I'm going to play it. I mean, that's how I'm going to do it. And then the best part was they sent me to Sony to like spend a day with like a record producer over there. Oh, gosh, that's hilarious. And uh, like, you know, to, like, to learn, right. to learn, see what he was of like. Course. Research. This guy's fucking ego was so outrageous. Fantastic. It was amazing. Isn't it he, amazing how you meet people like that? And you hear them and you're like, man, this guy's full of shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he would walk around know. and he, he had so many gold records in his office that he had them on the floor in piles. <laughs> Paperweights. Like that, that yeah. hadn't gone up on the wall yet. And he would people just, just go, give those as gifts. We did too. <laughs> yeah. You know, anybody uh, could get those. He'd just go, he'd just go, he'd just go, it Mandy Moore. So, you know, I made her. <laughs> I made her. She didn't exist before me. I made her. Oh, this Hillary Duff. I made her. You know, just one after another. Just, we you met, know, you know, in a coffee shop, and boom, there it is. Yeah, gold it's record. What I do, I make, I make gold records. It's what I do. I make gold records before other people put their pants on, like that kind of shit. Where it's like, wow, like this guy is outrageous. He had a Mickey Mantle signed baseball bat in a case on his on a, in his uh, he's wall, a douche. and he took it out of the case, and he was like, and he's. Playing around with it, swinging it around while he's talking to me. And, Back up there. And I was like, what are you doing? Your oils are going to get on the bat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It. He said that he once threw it across the room at, a, at an assistant. That is a true. Like, I mean, it was amazing. He's trying was to just, be Ari Gold, I guess. Yeah. Montreux, yeah. Guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That show did not help out uh, <laughs> anybody, anybody yeah. in this business. Oh, Everyone was gosh. like, oh, so that's how you act when you're an agent. You play golf in your office. I, I had a manager who used to play fucking golf. Golf while he was listening to my pitches, and I, I just it made me want to kill myself. Right, right. It's like, like one of those things. Like just listen. The worst, you know, or even just, just say, you know, be on, talk or to be honest. Right. You know what? I like that pitch in a sense, but I'm not going to use it. Oh, Move yeah. next one. What, do you got? what else you got? You know. But really, you're playing oh, fucking know. golf on the 42nd floor of a building. Yeah, kill me. It's the best when they just when you pitch me. when you go in and pitch. Though they're like, okay, let's go. Oh, that's not. Oh, we don't. We'll get in contact. We'll give you a call. All right, I'm getting jerked off right now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. Oh Thanks a lot. God. Appreciate it. That's uh, amazing. As you know, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you had your brother on on tour with you. Yeah, he was a videographer. He became uh, How actually, long was he on tour? 
Oh gosh, he start. We started. He basically what happened was is we we did a thing where we wanted to document everything just to see if what would ever happen. And we literally I, at first I had a camera and I videotaped everything. And then my brother started coming out to Europe with me. And then he became actually a camera operator for our tour. Then he became our video basically director. And now he's been actually working for other artists doing the like all the big screens okay. that you see on so, on tour. Yeah, he live edits those. So he cuts. He's like you know camera one, camera oh. two, camera two, camera three. Oh, he, he edits live. Content basically. That's cool. So he's done uh, No Doubt. He was with Backstreet. He was with New Kids. He was with us. He was with Mary J. He did Usher. He did No Doubt. He's done now Bruno Mars. He's did Stones. Holy cow. So he's really been 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 working his way up. So now he's he's the guy to go to. Now basically. you said you documented everything. How many sex tapes are unreleased? I How wish. How many sex tapes are out there? <laughs> yeah, Fatone, they're, come they're, on. they're very short sex tapes. Uh, they're, they're, cool. they're only thirty seconds. <laughs> if you miss it, you might blink. You miss okay. it. You know what? We didn't. Well, we didn't have like video video cameras at that time. I think in, in that sense, so we weren't able to do that. We weren't able to probably. The beauty of it is there was no phones. <laughs> There was no phone. There was no MySpace. There was no YouTube. There was no Twitter. There was no any of that. I can't even imagine what One Direction has on their phones. So that's why we just don't even. We've nothing is. We're angels. Nothing has ever happened. This is the worst. Did you just okay at at the hiding (laughs) pocket? The prime example. No BS for me. Is half of them were too young. There was nobody. Yeah. We took the moms, but half of them were too young. You know that was the hard part. Anyway, oh, I mean, wow. so like, I'm 18 years old, and this 14 year old, yay! Yeah. And some girls would literally lift up their oh, shirts. Totally. I'm like, dude, come on, you're 14. Yeah, come on. I'm 18. You're I could 14. go. To, I could go to jail at that time for yeah. Justin. It was okay. <laughs> right. You so know, they ju- were younger. You're, you oh, got a 60,000 seat arena. You're selling that out. You're 1920, right? right? At that point, um, is there just like a line of women? Trying to get backstage. There's always some people, you know, especially the funny because the crew members are always around. So they're always closer to the fans. Mm -hmm. So you'll hear people like, hey, listen, you know, this girl's driving me freaking nuts. Can you at least say hi for a second or whatever? Yeah. And sometimes we'll, we'll throw... We'll throw the crew member a bone in a sense, you know. Hey, what's up? How you doing? And then, then they become the cool one. Oh my god, you got you know Joey to say hi. And, it's not know. like uh, Van Halen where they had like spotters. Are like, okay, find the hottest girls, get them backstage. No, I wished it was like, but we were we were so careful because we didn't want to jeopardize anything. Mm-hmm. So that's why we kind of kept our nose clean. Because you, you dry. had like this sort of mm-hmm. good guy image for the whole. Band. Yeah, that <sighs> never happened really. But we weren't really that good. But in a yeah. sense, we weren't that bad. You know. Yeah. But every once in a while, sure. you'd see somebody, or the fun part we did, I could tell this kind of story, which is hilarious. Please. We would, believe it or not, we hated going to clubs. Because if we went to clubs, it'd be a mob scene, you can't do that. VIP yeah. area. You can't go Strip clubs actually were easier to go to than mm-hmm. normal clubs, because you told the girl, leave me alone, they leave you alone. So we'd listen sure. to music, we'd hang out, we'd have some drinks. If we wanted to get a lap dance, we'd get a lap dance. Some girls would come up and be like, hey, I'll give you a lap dance if you sign something for free. We're like, of course. Yeah. So we'd sign something for them, their ass or whatever, and then they'd dance for us. <laughs> Boom. But then some of them would say, hey, you know, I'd love to get tickets for the show. We're like, okay, well, you know what? We'll get you tickets to the show. Stand in the front row. We'll get you front row tickets. They're like, okay, well, we'll flash you. We're like, okay. Yeah. We didn't say anything. We got them tickets. Yeah. They'd stay in the front row and they awesome. we'd have boobies all the time to watch. Did, did Lance feel so left out because great. of this? No, he pretended like he liked it. I guess. Oh. Yeah, he never. We never knew until way later on. Actually, towards the end, that I found out that Lance was gay. I actually walked in on him almost in a sense. Really? Well, I'm wait. That story. Okay. Now, hang on. There's a, a lot more. To- <laughs> Robbie, uh, who works on our show, is a is a, a, a lovely and wonderful gay man. And yes. Robbie, hello, lovely, had, wonderful gay man. He has some. He has some questions about Lance. So let's, <laughs> oh, let's go ahead. Let's. Uh, Robbie, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. So you you said that you guys went after the moms, right? Right. So well, I did. Well, I tried to. 
Did Lance go after the dads? <laughs> he, you know, what was weird. He never. Uh, he always played it cool and played it legitimately straight. He actually dated Daniel Fischel from uh, Boy Meets World. Get she did it for a while, and I've seen them make out. So we're like, oh, it's legit. Wow. But never knowing, and she's even told a story that you know, anytime she wanted to fool around and have sex, he never did. He just said, let's let's just wait. He never said anything specific. And she was always like, is there something wrong with me? Is there something with this and that? And he's actually hung out with, one time I remember he grabbed a whole bunch of women, like there were a bunch of stewardesses that were in the hotel room staying and he invited them to hang out and stuff like that. And we never knew what happened. Even if nothing did, we never knew. Nice. So we never knew anything until one night what happened was, is I actually, we were out partying in Orlando. He lived like 10 minutes from me. So we all hung out, went to a bar. We all went back to his house, a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls all partying, hanging out. Finally, I literally was like, Hammered. I passed out in his guest bedroom. I woke up like about four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, damn, I gotta go home. So I go knock on his door. I'm like, <clears throat> Lance, he's not in there. Where the hell is he? Go outside in his backyard. He's not there. Go in his other guest room. He's not there. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? I open up his office door and it's a big, big office chair where he's sitting there and a guy is sitting on top of him, straddling him. And I knew the guy too, a friend of ours. And I open up the door and thank God they were closed. <laughs> his pants were unbuttoned. And I open up the door. I was like, let me know when you're done, because I got to go. <laughs> so as I close the door, he's wow. like, hey, he's like, come on in, nothing's happened. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, surprise. And I was like, dude, I was like, your mother's going to kill you. That's all I said. I said, your mom's going to wow. kill you. He's like, hey, don't say nothing to the guys. And I was like, dude, I said, it's cool. I said, I'm not saying nothing. I love you. I don't love you, but I love you. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not going to say shit, and I don't care what you are. I don't care what you do. That's your prerogative. That's your shit. So it was like that, and I didn't say anything. So I waited until, well, he waited, obviously, until he wanted to tell the rest of the guys. And I was like. Oh, I didn't know. When when was so this? The in the like in the album? in the height of like, our career, wow. like towards like right around I'd say around two thousand two thousand one, right before we kind of split. So when did it I become public knowledge? Uh, People magazine. It was kind of a weird thing because he did a whole interview about it. I guess he started dan- he started dating Riken is his name. He was on I can't remember what show he was on reality show, mm-hmm. yeah. and he was pressuring I think Lance to kind of come out. Yeah, and finally Lance was like, "Oh, screw it, why not? Whatever," because he wanted him. You know, say, "Hey, I got Lance Bass, my boyfriend. Yeah. I, I want to be proud of him and stuff." So there was a lot of hiding, a lot of things like that. But then finally he he, he came out and he did a whole article in People Magazine, and I think the guys didn't even know yet. And Lance was going to tell the rest of the guys. Chris was doing a radio show. And literally, someone walked over and had dropped the People magazine on it, and it's the front cover. It says, "I'm gay," and he was like, "Wow!" So, they were like, so what's this, so what Chris? Do you think about that? Yeah. So Chris had no idea in a sense. I mean, we all kind of knew or had an idea, but no one was ever specifically yeah. talked about. Whoa. So he was like, "I gotta get back to you on that." And Chris was like, "What the hell, dude? You didn't tell me." And all of a sudden, I get this. He's you know, Lance was going to tell him and everything else, and well, that's kind of how, how did the uh, how did the other guys deal with it? Just like everybody else did, it's like, dude, whatever, dude. We yeah, love yeah. you. We don't care. It's not a big deal. We don't. Yeah. No, I think, and you know, and you're an idiot for not saying anything because you. We could have capitalized on that shit. You know how many yeah. gays listen to freaking insane? Yeah, it totally. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Shit, a huge market. We could have had yeah. freaking. We could have went to clubs and had freaking gay parties and shit. I would have done that. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want you. Would have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's amazing, uh, uh, Robbie. Any other questions, <laughs> any other questions you have? Any other? Yeah. Do, do you think like the the hookers that he signed their ass kind of feel cheated? Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yeah. You know how many girls that do come up? They're like, "Oh my god, Lance was my favorite," and then I found out, and I was like, "Oh no, well." Yeah. It's yeah. literally how it happened, and and it's it's interesting to see because. You don't know back then how people were going to take certain things. Back sure. then, it was kind of a little bit of a, oh, we don't talk about that. You know, meanwhile, yeah. it's like, we know he's gay, but we don't talk about that. 
But now it's people like, hey, come on out. Who cares? Yeah, no, it's definitely a totally. I went to Lance's uh, Toys for the Toys for Tots thing Mm -hmm. that he did earlier this year for Children's Hospital, and it was uh, amazing. I mean, he had he had. So many people. There were so many toys because I I put on a, a a toy event uh with the help of Chris Daughtry and uh and right. and, and uh, Ralph Garman like bald headed guys stick together. Or something. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of bald guys. Just bald a bunch mafia. of bald bald, bald, bald mafia bald. for life. Bald mafia. Yeah. Well, no, it was it was Duff Goldman from yeah. uh, the See? Yep. Yeah. yeah and, Duff. and me and uh, and Daughtry and then uh, Ashley Green from Twilight wearing a we, bald cap. Wearing a bald, wearing a bald cap. <laughs> and we all uh, we all did like a big donation uh, charity thing for kids for children's right. hospital and I thought it was like amazing because we had like a van load of toys to give them and then you Lance and then I went to Lance's thing and it was like <laughs> he had firemen coming in like 50, 50 at a time with giant huge gay cells Woo! gay definitely cells oh did I have a good time for men and women that's, oh, yeah. that's the beauty of it you get a hot guy the men are gonna the men are gonna of course come the gay men and then the straight women will definitely come because of the hot men oh yeah, yeah. and they don't care you know in that oh, sense absolutely. they're like whatever I'm like hey uh, it's well, all good to each his I, own. I was, what I, in, say. I was in the uh, the Uber on the way. <laughs> the Uber, uh, like I was in an Uber <laughs> on the way over to the thing, and I went with Mike Black, who is uh, our other. He's our announcer on our show, and he's a big, big, heavy guy. And we were sitting in the car, and we were kind of arguing the whole drive. And we got there, and the Uber driver turns to me and he goes, "Honestly, you two are so cute." <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, thank you so much. Like, See, uh, we can like, make some money. We can, me and you can yeah. go to the bear convention. Come on! Hey, they, bear conventions will, right? Play. Am I right? Bear I'm, conventions will sell out? Yeah, Come on, Robbie. Def- can like, we yeah. do it? Think yeah. about that. Me and you will go, I'll sell fat one hot dogs, put a fat one on your mouth. Yeah, and, oh, and I'll put it in my mouth. See? Yeah. There we go. And hot dogging, hot dogging is a thing too. Hot dogging is a thing. Yeah. What exactly is oh, hot dogging? Ooh, Please do I, tell. I, I do. I want it ready. Yeah, I want to know this. Like, of course. I don't know. Hot, hot dogging is when you you take your dick and you put it between. Uh, it doesn't have to be a girl or a guy, but like you take it and you put it between the butt cheeks right. and. You squeeze it and you like hump that way. Gotcha. Kind of like a tit uh-huh. job, but like right. butt. Oh. oh, okay. I thought, oh, it was wow. like, I thought it was gonna be like the chili dog. No, yeah, chili that, dog is be worse. way worse. Chili yeah. dog is like way worse. Yeah. No, oh my god. Yeah. It's so the chili god. dog is. is I know. Oh, take a dump on a girl's chest or, and you you titty fucker. Right. Right. Yeah. Welcome everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with the hot dog and yeah, hot, hot dog. Hot dog any day. I'll take a hot dog over a chili dog any day. Okay, I got. Did you? Did you hear what? More to know. <laughs> um, more you know. Uh, quick question, um, Chris Kirkpatrick. What about him? Was there ever a conversation about his uh, hair and facial hair? What, did we, you guys ever have? You like know, a, we tried like a, like to explain or talk to him, and it was just horrible. And, and we finally make fun of him a lot more now because everybody says it. We call him Pineapple Head, is what it was, because he had these braids and a ponytail thing, or he had them on the sides, pink tails. But after a while, what sucked is because they were braided in and they were fake, of course. Yeah, he washed it, but it never really washed moved-wise because it yeah. was braided. Yeah. So he'd have flakes and everything. I was like, dude, just get rid of it. Cut that crap off. So yeah, we, we did address it later on and made fun of him and told him about it. But you know, he didn't care. Just like just like my hair. Shit. I had Ronald McDonald hair. I was like, whatever. Hey, but you had spike it was spiky though. It was spiky. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't pineapple head. Yeah. It wasn't pineapple yeah. head. Correct. Uh they they have a movie coming out, uh Lifetime movie, I believe. Yeah, Britney's Britney, some Britney, Britney Spears. Spears and that picture looks nothing like 
any of us. Yeah. Like there that we sweater. go. You brought your life yeah, sweater. Yeah. Nice blazer. Blazer. What a nice pull. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that yeah. was amazing. Had, Chris looks like, uh, I don't even, like Howie actually from Backstreet Boys. The, the picture of Chris, have you ever seen the picture of yeah. these guys? None of them, I think the only one that does is somewhat resemble me is, is me. Is, the, yeah. is that character. Is the only guy. Everybody else doesn't look Anything like anybody? No, the little, the one, the little one, uh, like the shortest one, which I think is supposed to be Chris, uh, Chris Kirkpatrick, yeah. mm-hmm. looks more like uh, that asshole uh, Paulo Ono. Yes, he does look like Apollo. Yes, I know, yeah. I know. He does look like Apollo Yoko Ono. He does. That's what I call him. Uh, a little bit of beef. Now you, I did dance you, with the stars. You worked, with them. Yeah, you did dance yeah, with the stars. Son of a bitch, you beat I, me. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. How what? How was doing Dancing with the Stars? It was fun. You know, it was you should do it, dude. You want you want to drop some pounds? I want to do that do show that so badly. Okay, I'll make I, a phone call. No, you won't. Would you really? Hundred percent. I've, wanted, I've wanted to do it for like three years. Really? Yeah. Have well, you actually even reached out to them? I have. Because they have. put on two other guys from Big Time Rush. They yeah. had James Maslin. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and James called me up. James, actually, James called me was one of the because he first did it before Carlos did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James called me up and says, "Hey, what do you think?" I said, "Dude, I said you're gonna get." As much as you're going to get it, if you're going to get out of it, whatever you're going to put into it, you're yeah. going to get out of it. Yeah. I said it can lead to other things. I said at 100, percent it will lead to other things. Mm-hmm. I said that's why I kind of waited. I only did I did season four for crying out loud. Now it's like season 832. I have no yeah. idea. But I the first season they asked me to do it, I turned it down. Second season they asked me to do it, I turned it down. Third season I started looking at the numbers to see what was happening because it was popular in the UK. Right. And it was huge over there at the time, and still is. And then right around the third season, I was like, eh, maybe about what was it? I think about like 10 million viewers were watching it at that point in time and then when I did the fourth season it was like I can't remember some ridiculous yeah. like 23 million viewers or some ridiculous people watched that was yeah. watching those so, episodes yeah. so you waited so did your per- homework at Dancing the Stars and you jumped right in on Circus of the Stars you got it you're like first fucking <laughs> wow. season I'm in ringmaster let's do this thing <laughs> got that check yeah. and ran <laughs> but Dancing with the Stars was great though it was just it was one of those things that takes you out of the, out of your element 100% yeah. does yeah. takes you out of the element you you know you want to crap your pants at the very first show but the whole part about it is, is when you have charisma when you have fun with it yeah it comes across, you could see that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You could see yeah. people that are really trying too hard or even if they're not even doing coordinated but they're having fun, you could see that and you're like, oh, you know what? That guy, at least that person's yeah. having fun. Yeah. You know, Billy Ray Cyrus, my season when he did it, he had two left freaking feet but he didn't give a damn. He messed up. He jumped around. He literally didn't care about when like, when all the stars had to stand in line mm-hmm. to, you know, to be there at the very end. His ass was up shaking hands with everybody. He, went, <laughs> oh, he didn't yeah. even care. He was just like up there. Him and like, same thing with John Ratzenberger. They didn't give a shit. Like they oh, were yeah. just like, let's have fun. I, yeah. I love, I watch, I watch it every year and uh, they reached, I, I reached out to them and we had a conversation the same year that they ended up going with James Maslow. It okay. was that, yeah. it was that yeah, year because yeah, yeah. They wanted someone from Big Time Rush to come do the show. And I, at the time, I had just lost 115 pounds. Wow. So I I was like down into like fighting weight, the right. best I'd ever been, mm-hmm. which was still pretty fat. But I was like down. I was down. <laughs> you down. But I was down. I and know I, that feeling. Trust I've, me. I've put on like 40 pounds since then. Now I go to the gym twice a week and I'm trying to work it back nice. off. But It's the perfect time then, man. You got the story. But, I wa- the story but it was like a whole thing. I really wanted to do it. And then, and then they were like, no, no, we're going to go with one of the guys. And they went with James. And then... Uh, it came up again, and I was like, I kind of want to go do it. Logan definitely doesn't want to do it. I don't yeah, think. No. And uh, Kendall, Kendall doesn't want to do, do it. But I want to do it. I think I think I would have a good time. And I'm a musical theater guy. I mean, exactly. I, I went to school for it. I can I can dance. I'm you all can right. Dance. You got two, you, don't, you have your left foot and the right foot. I got I got, a, I got two feet. I got feet. It's it, it, <laughs> it is definitely different. It's nerve wracking though when they when you know that they're judging you. 
oh, when yeah. they're watching every move, where your feet are, where your hands are positioned, because well, they never had that problem before when we danced with NSYNC because we were on tour. No one right. critiqued us, per se. So yeah. when you're doing that, holding your frame and all that crap, it's... Right. Nobody's well, in the front Jeffrey Ross. Jeffrey Ross, the comedian, who's a good friend of ours, he he went and did the show. And like he he had a he had a, he had a blast time. Didn't he? Oh my god, he had so much. People fun don't realize how much fun it really. Is. And and you know that it's a well oiled machine. Meaning yeah. like you know they they know exactly what's going on. They they take care of you. You know to the nth degree. They're always making sure you're all right. They're always you know it's 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 fun. It is a blast. So hopefully if you get a chance to do yeah. it. It's, no, it's, I'd be into it. What does your body feel like at the end of each? What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude, you're because you're not thinking about the cardio you're thinking about the steps so you're learning the steps yeah so you're doing all the stuff and then you're like okay i got it and then you're like oh my gosh and then later on the next day you're like the fuck does my ass hurt so much i'm <laughs> sore why are my legs killing me my ribs why are my ribs hurting because the whole bit and the placement of constantly doing this for hours we would rehearse five four to five hours a day every day i did oh, wow fuck. we did every day never never i think we took one day off when i did the like i said when i did the first season because i also did the all-star season but i got kicked off the second week <laughs> <laughs> fuck you uh, and, uh, but it was funny as hell. i didn't get at that point too it was one of those things where hey i, I went to second place i don't yeah. care it yeah. was like and it was like yeah. half the people already won i don't know why they did that they should have did like Second and third place people, yeah. But they brought people that already won the mirror ball. Like oh, half of them won the mirror man, ball. And you're like, really? I'm like, Come how do on. you do that? Like, let's get people a chance yeah. for crying out loud. So, how was Apollo Ono to work with on there? <laughs> he was no, he was a nice guy. He's, oh, yeah. you know, he's, he's is what it is. Was he? Yeah, <laughs> he was. We had a situation, him and me. Oh, you did we had a little situation. Oh gosh, I, I was at Kids Choice Awards. I'm backstage at Kids Choice Awards. I'm standing around, and uh, you know, you you've been to Kids Choice a bunch of times, yeah. right? You know, everybody's all around. It's chaotic. Oh, yeah, yeah, everyone's there. Robert Downey Jr. You're and like, Sandler oh, shit, and all right. these guys around. You're saying hi to everyone, and I'm standing there watching. Uh, we're watching. Uh, I think just. Justin Bieber performed back in the day on on Kids Choice, right? And Apollo Ono was standing next to me, and I didn't know who he was. I I didn't know anything about him, and he's standing next to me, and he goes, "Uh, oh, my back, oh my back hurts, <laughs> my back hurts so bad." And I go Wait for the attention. I go, "What happened to your back?" And he goes, "I went snowboarding this past weekend. I uh, hurt my back. Yeah, my back hurts so bad. I've been Big Bear." My back hurts so bad. And I go, <laughs> Big oh. Bear doesn't have a lot of big mountains in Big Bear today. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. And I go, I go, oh, all right. And he goes, uh, you ever, uh, you ever go snowboarding? And I go, uh, no, I'm a grown up. <laughs> I, I don't do stuff like that. And he goes, well, you know, a lot of grown ups go snowboarding. And I go, whatever you got to tell yourself. <laughs> and he goes, uh, he goes, did you, uh, <laughs> Did you uh, did you watch the Olympics? Oh my god, what a douche! And I go, I go, uh, no. And he goes, why not? And I go, because uh, I don't give a shit about the Olympics. <laughs> I, I just don't care. I've never cared about them. I don't. I'm a Canadian. Right. We don't win Except anything. For curling. Mostly, yeah. yeah, curling. Terrific, right? And I just, I can't, as a human being, get psyched up on like the javelin for like a day. You know, like in in like eight years, I'd be like, oh, the it's javelin, coming up. it's coming it's out, it's coming. I better get my javelin out of the closet while I'm watching TV. Woo! You know, like or like, oh, swimming. Oh, I look can't at wait. that stroke! Oh, I gotta watch the swimming today, or like the, the long jump. Give me a fucking break! I just don't. I don't. Right. I can't care about it. Right. It's not in me to care about it. I'm not a sports person. I just right. don't give a shit. And he goes, "You know, I, I won like eight gold medals for America." 
And I go, I go, you did? And he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm Apollo Ono. And I go, oh my God, I thought you were, I thought he was black. <laughs> and he goes, that's Apollo Creed from Rocky. <laughs> and I go, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, what an asshole. Walks away from me, walks over to uh, Jonah Hill. Right. And he goes, can you believe that guy? He doesn't even know who I am. And Jonah Hill goes, I don't know who the fuck you are either. Hey, really? Oh my <laughs> that's legit. That's wow. legitimately f- super uncomfortable. And uh, I've seen him a few times since, and he knows that I've told this story. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And, uh, we don't, I'll it, tell him. Apollo Yoko Ono, you're a douche. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn it. Up. Apollo. Well, there he goes. I guess that's he's not. That's crazy. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny. It was interesting, though, when you meet other people that are celebrities or other people that are, and you don't sure. know what you're going to get yeah. when you meet them. Mm-hmm. And I've had, I've had one time where, oh, God rest his whole, you jerky bastard. Um, Prince. Once somebody I looked up to, I loved, oh I you know worshipped the ground he worked walked on. We were at MTV Awards and we just won a crap load of awards. It's the height of our career, um, and it was a club called Twist that we had this party. It was an after party. It was it was Insync and Nelly after party. Yeah. So obviously the height of our career, anybody and everybody is at this freaking party. And instead of wristbands, you give out band aids. It's yes, yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, band aids, and we had gambling too. You won prizes and shit. Oh, nice. oh my god! So we did this whole big, huge party, and it was like you know, uh, Busta Rhymes, Timberland, you know, Prince, all these different people were freaking there. I was like, this is awesome. So there's a VIP area which is on the second floor, looking down on the dance floor. Here walks up Prince. Oh shit, Prince is here. This is back in the day when they had the wind up cameras. Mm-hmm. So I had the little Kodak, yeah. the little disposable, disposable. Yeah. yeah, one of those. So I'm holding it. And I'm like, oh god, he's talking to somebody. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna ask for a picture. I've been taking pictures with everybody. Okay, I'm gonna wait. He's talking to somebody. Finally, the guy walks away. He's standing there looking over at the balcony. I'm like, all right, now's my time. So I was like, hey man, you know, I'm Joey. Blah blah. blah. I just want to say. He's like, oh yeah, New York. Congratulations. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm like, do you mind if I get a picture with you? He goes, nah, I'd rather not. And turns to go to talk to somebody else when there's nobody even there. Oh. So he turns to be like, huh? and he just stands there, and I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Holy shit! I was like crushed. Oh, like literally, was like, God. nah, I'd rather not. And turned around. I was like. What a fucking asshole! He's like wow. your Shatner. He's like my Shatner. Yeah. Oh, I've, oh. we've told that story a couple yeah. times. But when, when, when I met Shatner, I asked him for a picture, and he said, uh, "I said it's really an honor to meet you. Can I get a picture with you?" And he said, uh, "No, no, no. Meeting me is enough." <laughs> wow. And he said it in front of like a bunch of people. And like, what do you say after that? Too, you're just kind of like, <sighs> I just, just <laughs> like stood there and, twelve. No. And totally. Yeah, to- yeah. And we were shooting on the Star Trek stage at Paramount. And I and it was just I was like that's how I brought it up to him I was like oh, but that's oh. a better Shatter story than if you take a picture of Shatter who cares you tell that story yeah now or you, the that's what you want the from Shatter story yeah. too no, the one the a, one time I did one time where I was like I don't give a shit if this person says no yes it was Robert De Niro oh, and we wow. were at the White House actually it was a party it was save the music and it was under this tented area in front of the White House and it was Gwyneth Paltrow Lenny Kravitz uh, Kevin Spacey everybody was all hanging out having a great time and I'm like hey Robert really nice to meet you but I'm just gonna take this picture real quick and I didn't give a damn and he was like yeah. mid like talk to like. Maybe <laughs> like no. <laughs> so I was like, I don't care, dude. I'm taking this freaking picture. Oh my god! Now That's you, awesome. how many times have you been to the White House? Have you been? Uh, I've only no one, twice. I think now. Well, the one was, time was actually pretty badass. It was uh, we did two. We did we took a tour one time, but then the one time we did save the music. Probably one of the most surreal moments of my life. Uh, Bill Clinton obviously was was president. And Music of the Heart was a movie that just came out, and we did the title song for it. And it was the first time Wes Craven ever did a non-horror film. Wow, I remember that. And it was with Gloria Estefan, Angela Bassett, uh, uh, gosh, who else was in that? But it was a bunch of people in it. It's a cavalcade of stars. Yes. So we... 
it started to it was supposed to be outdoors without a tent but it started raining it was for VH1 Save the Music we performed Music of the Heart with Gloria Estefan uh, all the, like I said Robert De Niro Gwyneth Paltrow Kevin Spacey Lenny oh Kravitz all these people God. there so then they were like alright well you know what we actually have a private screening of you know Music of the Heart does anybody want to watch it ask the celebrities so like, oh, a bunch of us like hell yeah so we go inside the White House. We Holy go to their shit. private theater in the White House. We sit down. So literally, I'm not kidding. Lenny's Lenny Kravitz in front of me. Kevin Spacey's throwing freaking popcorn behind me. <laughs> um, I think Gloria was there. Angela Bassett, Wes Craven came in, sit down. We're like, all right, we're going to watch the movie. And in walks in Bill and Hillary. So I'm thinking, they're just going to wave high and leave. The asses sit down. They get popcorn. We watch the whole movie. <laughs> Meanwhile, we did a whole show before that. So it's almost 11 o'clock, 12, like midnight at yeah. night. We didn't get done to the movie until about 2 in the morning. We Whoa. literally walk out of the front of the White House like it was their home, and they're waving by, and we're like, bye. And we walk out, we're like, what the fuck just happened? What did we just witness here? And we're literally looking around, like, we're walking outside the fucking front of the White House. And I'm looking around going, I don't see anybody around here. I mean, obviously, there's got to be snipers yeah, and shit kinds, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, well, what if we just ran around and shit? We didn't do that, obviously. But we just, <laughs> yeah. we literally walked out, walked out the front of the gate and left. It was one of the weirdest, wow. surreal things ever. In my life to do some shit like that. It's always weird when somebody like that and you see them in just being normal people. Because you think of the president as being the president. But sometimes... Do you watch a movie? Oh, yeah. It was like, hey, I'm just That's crazy. Yeah. Like, he closed the door <laughs> and turned the deadbolt. That's a good impression. Like, yeah, yeah, this is hilarious. It's like, That's unbelievable. It was just one of those weird, surreal, like, I'm actually doing this. Is, this okay. Now, can we talk about a real career highlight? You were the announcer on The Family Feud. Correct. Which is a fantastic show. I did three I'm a, seasons I'm of a that. huge game show nerd. Oh, really? Now, did oh. you know at the time? Because that was their Who bringing... else has hosted Family Feud? Okay. Here we go. Richard Dawson. Yep. Ray Combs. Yep. Richard Dawson again. Yep. Louis Anderson. Yep. You had uh, Richard what, Karn. Was it the tool time? Was it got to Yeah, Richard Karn. Uh, then you had, uh, what's his name from Hurley? Seinfeld? Yeah. Hurley did it too? Oh, Hurley. John O'Hurley. That's his name. And then uh, Steve Harvey. Yep. yep. Wow. Fantastic host, by he's the way. A, but Steve he's Harvey. A, no, he's a huge Turned into, nerd. like, I at the time you hear, okay, Steve Harvey's going to be hosting the feud. You're like, I, I don't know. This show was kind of it dying worked. off. Yeah, it worked. And then it's brilliant. It worked. It's the perfect match of a comedian and a show. You like, you hear how funny it. that happened? That this mm-hmm. is exactly how this went down. It, they were shooting in, in Universal Studios in Orlando. Yeah, my manager has an office in the studios over there. He walks by. They shoot uh, TNA wrestling there, and all of a sudden, very rarely they'll get something big. And he's like, Oh, what are you, what are you guys shooting here? They're like, Oh, we're doing Family Feud. Oh, cool. As the production crew. Got a host? They're like, yeah, Steve Harvey. Got an announcer? Well, no, we haven't. I don't think they have an announcer. Do we have an announcer? No, we don't have an announcer. Why don't you get Joey Fatone? You think he'll come to LA from LA to fly to Orlando to do this? No, he lives in Orlando. <laughs> you think he'll do it? Yeah. That's how it happened. That's great. Wow. That's exactly how I yeah. got the job. Because see, that's that's a great job to have to because as an announcer, like you look at shows like say The Price is Right or uh, Let's Make a Deal, the announcer's got to do a lot of work. Like they're doing all kinds of shit. Family Feud, you're like, hey, welcome to the feud. Done. I was in a studio booth for about 30 minutes. No. Steve Harvey, thank you for the check. That's great. They did want it to, however, but he was so good. And the game takes place so fast that there was not a lot of banter. But I actually, the first, like the second, I don't know if it was the second season or the first season, they had me come up there and I was Mm -hmm. actually on stage as the announcer. And they were going to shoot me a few times and then edit it in as if I was there the whole time. And they were going to do it, but they, for some reason, because the time, it, literally, it's like, here, here's your team, here's your team, let's do it. They don't even yeah, do that the, game moves fast. They don't even do the freeze family no, they, they, thing anymore. I miss that. I miss, I miss that. that. I, they, they used to do the fake family portrait. Oh, the tableau, and like, yeah. And then they, yeah, like, they're yeah, doing yeah, the mannequin the challenge and they yeah. come out. Yeah. But they, they don't have that anymore, and he goes right into it. So they didn't have any time. Yeah. So, like, oh, we'll just do this. And they're like, all right. And then I just, yeah, I just collect the check every. 
God, that's so awesome. Oh, yeah, no, you I don't do, do it that's, anymore. That's, that's um, oh man. Yeah, he moved. He moved to Atlanta, and the warm-up guy that they had in Florida, that he loved them so much that he brought him with him, and he became the uh, announcer. All right, we got Take a couple more. We got a couple hey, more before we job. wrap up. No worries. I have to. I have to hit you with you hit everything. Boom. Go for it. Whose line is it, anyways? You did. Yeah. Uh, you did an episode of that. Yep. I'm Who? good friends with Wayne Brady. Known him for many years. The we actually guy. went to high school. Same, Excellent. Same high school. Game show host Wayne Brady. By the yep. way, he Let's took make a deal. Let's Make a Deal was into a regular show, and he took it and turned it into another show that's even better than it was. Right. He well, might be better than Money Hall. Whose line is it anyway? It's for God's sake. <laughs> Damn it. He, he might be better than Money Hall. We actually comedy. He's excited go. about I this. Know, I love I this. know. Speaking <laughs> of which, real quick, I've done a lot of live versions of The Price is Right. Yeah, and, I know. In uh, Vegas, right? And, uh, yeah, in Vegas. And I also did it in Foxwoods, and I also did it in Atlantic City. And I did Let's Make a Deal as well, which is by far amazing to do a live show of it. I didn't get the, I didn't even know they, they have do a tour. Yeah. yeah, they still have a tour what? now. Todd Newton does it. Yeah. Uh, sometimes Jerry Springer will do it. Sometimes I used to do it as well. And they have a tour that goes around all these different cities. Oh, that would be and such God, a blast. That like so much fun. And the crazy shit is people think first of all they're on TV, which they're not. Right. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> they get completely liquored up and hammered and it's hilarious because they literally check in 2 hours prior to even <laughs> sitting down. Yeah. So they're in the casino gambling and it's a good scam that they do. What happens is if say for instance let's make a deal or even prices right yeah. they win the prizes they say okay we can get you a gift card or the prize and send it to your house or this is give valued at 400 chips. but we'll give you 200 bucks in chips take the chips and then they end up going to the casino and they just and gamble. yeah gone oh, done brilliant wow it's fantastic Amazing. they make money off the show yes absolutely <laughs> yeah. only a handful just, of people get yeah. up there and usually it's sometimes they do like 1500 people in a theater They'll do fifteen to two thousand people in a theater, and only fifty people w- will get picked. Yeah, Whoa. you know, but it's a, it's a chance. You know, you might get picked, and and it's a show. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! god. But anyway, like so- whose line is yeah. it anyway? Yeah. You know, I've known Wayne actually from from high school. Uh, what? I met him when I was actually in eighth grade in middle school. He was in the high school I was going into. Met him on a show that he was doing. It was like this middle school tour thing. Then he went and did Beetlejuice Caravue show in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Did he? When he left, I came in. Oh. He went to the one in California. And we, you know, we became. We, was we he a werewolf? He was also a werewolf. He was. Uh, he was Blackula. He was Dracula. We called him Blackula. <laughs> uh, he was Dracula. He also played. Who else he played? He played. I think he played Wolfie every once in a while. But he was mostly. He was mostly Drac. I think in Phantom. He did oh. in the opera. Nice. So yeah, it was fun. And, and so doing cool. whose line? I mean, I've always done improv before back in the day and stuff like that. Yeah, people you're know, hilarious. People don't know the background and stuff that I did. So that was fun. And then I had a freaking do the lady in a tramp crap with with uh, what's his face with a banana, <laughs> which my it was hilarious because literally a week before my daughter was talking about like you know in my big fat Greek wedding too I come out and I'm gay in right. this movie, I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if anybody knew that. Okay, <laughs> Robbie, Robbie, did you know that? I'm gay. Any anymore? questions? Any questions? Do you have any moments? Did, Robbie, do you, do you make sweet, sweet love to insects? <laughs> 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 I actually, I, I actually do have a question. Uh, looking back on it, uh, when you were on uh, the Kids Choice Awards, right. you guys got slimed, right? Right, right, right. Did you like looking back on it? Do you now like? Know how Lance Bass feels like on the weekends? <laughs> yes and no. Damn it, Robbie! Because you know why? It wasn't hot. It was cold slime. Oh, really? They didn't warm it up. So, so there was no warmth to it. We're standing and applauding. We're standing and applauding. So I kind of did, but I don't know unless. But you and, and it is another thing. If it was that much, it'd be Bukaki. So it, right, it wasn't. Right. You know, yes. maybe Lance has done that. I, maybe I have to yeah. ask. Find out. Find out for us. Have you ever got Jeez. gacked on a lot? You know, is that? Oh, uh, has that ever been a? Thing? a slime and gack. There is. Right. Oh God. 
this is no. amazing. Learning about I have no learning. idea what Robbie asked. This is all Robbie. This is just how it is with Robbie. Man, oh, oh we, gosh. I love it, though. But yeah, whose line, though? And I had, a, I, had a, I was talking to my daughter about going back to this, saying about the Big Fat Greek Wedding movie, like if I David did a third one and I got married, I'd have to kiss him. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, and my daughter was like, well, you'd kiss a dude? And I said, well, it's a film and it's this and that. I'm cool with my sexuality. We're good. Yeah. If I had to do it, I'd, I'd do it. Big deal. Yeah, sure. So in in whose line is it anyway? We had to eat a banana together and the same thing like the lady in the tramp with the with the spaghetti. Yeah. Oh. So I had to do that with one of the guys and yeah, I literally had to kiss him on the lips and it was hilarious because I, I don't think he think that I was going to do it. Because oh, wow. I just went for it. I didn't give a shit. That's amazing. I don't care. Yeah. I don't it's care. amazing. It's like no, I've heard I know. Alec Baldwin was on Howard Stern one time and he's talking about uh, he played a gay man in a movie and they were like making out the whole time and Howard's like, how did you do that? And he's like, Two million dollars. <laughs> that's how I did it. That's how I did, how I did, how I did it. It's that's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, you know. Um, all right, we're in your case. You did it sag scale, That's right? Uh, so. <laughs> I did it for Joey free. Sheep. <laughs> you did it for free. Yeah. Um, it's a good you, gift. Uh, you you performed on the Michael Jackson uh, icon. Yeah, icon. I think it was the last time that Michael ever performed with the Jackson Five, and that was the time that we actually performed with the Jackson. We did Dancing Machine, which was unbelievable with him oh and and the Jackson God. Five. It happened really quick. It felt like it was like you blinked and it was over. Even though you know you watch it like oh wow you know did a whole performance of Dancing Machine, but it was like surreal. It was another one of those surreal moments. That's that's got to be a career highlight, weird moment. You know, and it's and it's it's one of those things where it's sad too because you know a lot of these people now that that we have performed with or performed are, are starting to. Pass, yeah. you know, yeah. which is crazy, especially with freaking Alan Thicke that just passed the other that day. And I just yeah. saw him in Chicago, uh, maybe two, three weeks ago. Oh, if that, my god, maybe if that, I saw him two weeks, two, three weeks ago. Yeah, we was, it was like one of those Comic Con things that we were signing at, and he was there as well. Wow. And it's crazy, you know, you just go, Holy shit, life shit. is too short, yeah. it's too, you never know, you know, even the healthiest person could be like, All right. I'm gonna. Yeah. We were just talking about it in the car. Me and my buddy Matt. Like, you never know when your heart's just gonna go. See you later. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Time out. Yeah. Well, you take the good. You take the bad. You take it all. You take them both. And there you, and have, there you have. It's the a different show, though. But that's, <laughs> that's okay. His, he wrote the song. Did he write the? Did he yeah. write that song? What? You're a geek. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> did he? He didn't sing the one. The show he sang me different strokes. Again. He, he sang, sang different strokes. He did sing. And he wrote that one. He wrote like thirty. I themes. did not even know that. Yeah. I yeah. thought he sang his one, though. The, Just like Merv Griffin wrote the uh, Jeopardy music. Thing. Right, he's a... Every time that plays, Merv There's Griffin's a video a online of me and Alan... I tweeted it yesterday, but there's a video of me and Alan Thicke uh, staying next to each other while we're looking at our scripts. We were shooting something, and I, and I go, Well, the world don't move. <laughs> <laughs> the beat of Just one drum. drum. And he goes... Uh huh. <laughs> I go. What might be right for you? <laughs> might be right for some. And he goes. You know, I uh, I wrote that song and I uh, I sang it. And I go. Oh really? I didn't. <laughs> a man is born. He's, He's a, a man, man of dreams. And then I started like I could start messing up the lyrics. And he goes, "You don't uh, know the lyrics to the rest of the song." And I go, "Security." <laughs> he was so nice. He was such a good. Guy. Everyone has great things. It's a great to say song. About oh yeah, he's the. Ni- I mean, yeah. you know, he was he was he was smooth. He was yeah. my favorite episode of uh, Wife Swap. It was him and Gilbert Gottfried. Oh my god! What? Celebrity Wife Swap. 
which uh, was amazing. Oh, you know what we got to get you on? Speaking of what you just said, Gilbert Godfrey, you got to come with me on the uh, Impractical Jokers Cruise. Oh, my Holy God. Holy cow. That, you have to come on. Oh, you I would do, do that, that in a heartbeat. Dude, I, I went last year. It's a blast. What? Yeah. All right, we're going to get you did that show. Gilbert Godfrey was there, yeah. but Lisa Lampanelli was on it as well. A bunch That's of people. So they have a bunch of comedians on the cruise as well, so we need to get your ass on yeah. that. Oh, you hell yeah. yeah. You filled in for Quinn, right? Yeah. I filled in for Brian Quinn twice. Awesome. One time, just as a joke, just to throw in in there I just literally he, I went to go see it with my daughter to, to watch them live like on the show they were in the Carnegie Deli in New York City and he goes you want to go on the floor and do it I was like what he goes yeah we'll get you an outfit and just go in put an earpiece in you go in for me whatever punishment <laughs> you get I have to do I said okay done and done and then just recently they did the live the finale live version where we they had to do a whole obstacle course and he fell off of a bike Q did broke his rib messed up his head did a bunch of crap and then they go uh, we don't know what we're going to do and I was like Dude, you want me to do it? He was like, you think you would do it, buddy? That'd be great. Hell yeah. Sure enough, my dumb ass did it, but not knowing it's with Nitro Circus. So we had to ride oh. pit bikes on a ramp. Oh. I had to go on a scooter down a ramp. All this other crap. I'm like, dude, I'm going to bust my ass. Yeah. And I did the day before. We did a, I literally flew in the day before, did a kind of a rehearsal to try and test out everything just to, see if, to try to see if I could do it. And then there was a whole obstacle course that we had to complete. Where I was oh freaking, God. I almost felt like I had a freaking heart attack because it was it was insane. It was a lot of fun though. But yeah, we're and actually yeah. they're uh, hopefully going to be shooting maybe in Florida at some point as well. So they're going to be coming back. So I might be doing some of those. That, that show is so All good. Right. I got three three little things. I'll spit it out, and then Go. we're done. Big my big fat Greek wedding was uh, one of the most is one of the most successful independent movies ever made. Ever made. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, good friends with Lainey Kazan, who was in that film. Love her. I love everybody that was in that movie. You were amazing in Thank it, you. and it was a big turn for you, yeah. jumping and jumping into that I movie. Mean, yeah, it was weird because it was during NSYNC, and uh, we were working with Tom Hanks actually with Playtone. We were trying to figure out they he wanted to do almost like a Beatles Help movie, and us in, in sync and, and Playtone were bouncing back and forth ideas. And we never agreed upon anything, but I knew one of the women that worked in the office, and all of a sudden I walked in and it was just to say hi to Tom and Gary Getzman, a couple of people that live in the work in the office, and he's like, hey. We're doing an audition for this movie. It's an independent film. It might be something that you may want to do, and it's a small role. She's like, why don't you read for it? So I literally walked in, read the sides, went into the audition, did the audition, left, and then they called me back and said, hey, we want you to do the part. And I was like, okay. So I haven't done any major film yet. That's the first major film I actually have ever done. And I literally went, flew into Toronto while we were recording our album. I took a break, literally a week, not even. Learned the lines, how to die like coach to kind of do like the Chicago accent, not so much of a New York. And all of a sudden I sit down and I go, Joel's Wick's the director, and he goes, That's your mother, that's your father, that's your aunt, that's your uncle, that's your sister, this is your you know, your, your your cousins. You got your lines? Yeah. All right, let's do it. And that's the first scene of me sitting in the in the in the in the uh, restaurant in Zorbas was the first scene that I shot. And wow. No clue. It was like Lily, go. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and 15 years later, we shot a second one, which is crazy. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That, that, those, those movies are fantastic. They're fun. She's a, Nia yeah. is, a, is an amazing writer. Gotcha. And the really greatest is. thing about her is obviously waiting after 15 years, she's, you know, of course, she writes from experience. So she didn't have a kid at the time, and now she has a daughter. So now it was like, now I can write from experience. I can let this, you know, mm -hmm. the juices are flowing. Let's go. That's, yeah. so That's what happened. Yeah. Oh, I love Nia Bernalis. She's amazing. Uh, SNL. SNL. You got to do SNL. Who was the host when you guys did it? Oh, gosh. What the hell was his name uh, uh, from, from Dawson's Creek? James? Um, James Vanderbeek? Nope. The other one. Pat. Uh, the other dude. Uh, Gary Sinise. No. Nope. Uh, yeah. No, yeah his friend. Called? James Vanderbeek's friend in, yeah. in the show. Starts in with, it started with a P on the show. I can't freaking remember now. I'm drawing a damn Hold blank. Up, somebody. Right. Anyway, we did it. Yes, and we Pacey, we, Pacey, we, we Pacey. did that. Uh, played Pacey. Oh, he's which on was amazing. We did we did. Uh, they actually, we actually did three different skits. Two made it, and one did not. 
where we did. Is it Joshua Josh, Jackson? Joshua Jackson. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Whoa, took yes. one from Matt Walker even. Good job. Good job, Good job, pal. Good job. I have nice. zero Dawson's Creek knowledge. I'm sorry. Oh, Son I'm a pretty of big a... fan over here. But it was awesome because we did three three different skits. We thought we were just going to be going up there and singing. Yeah. So we did three skits where two made it to, the, to actual live and one did not. And it was actually pretty funny because me and Lance were <laughs> locked in a closet. So one of those <laughs> SNL guys brings ja- Joshua Jackson downstairs and like, oh, and I think they, you could hopefully find it somewhere. They actually aired it somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's and on YouTube. they have one of those things. But then it was funny because, um, of course, since we did it, we actually got invited to go to the 40th party of SNL. Mm-hmm. I talk about a freaking party. Holy yeah. shit. That was one of the most amazing things I've ever been to. And one of the things that you would like, it's just like, it was freaking surreal. And I had a shirt that said, <laughs> my brother made it, it, said, I hosted Saturday Night Live, but in big letters, but in a little letter, it said, I did not. not <laughs> yeah, I there. did not. Yeah. Right. And Lauren Michaels was there. Uh, the crazy thing is I went to go say hi to Steven Spielberg because I, I met him a bunch of times, so I just want to say what's up, not paying attention to whoever was around. So hey, Steven, I just want to say what's up. And I was like, oh, hey, George, how's it going? George Lucas and Lauren Michaels were all standing there. I was like, just want to say what's up, see how you guys are doing. Cool. If I need a drink, we're good. All right, great. And I walked away. But it was like, you know, Eddie Murphy, Bill Murray, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, all these people, and then the after party. And I, I know that Jimmy Fallon ex- tried to explain this, and I think for a week he talked about it because it was amazing. The performing, uh, speaking of which, I have it on video where Prince got up and he performed, like literally as a joke, because he, Jimmy was like, Hey, why don't you get up there and play something? So Prince was like, Okay, got up there and played a bunch of songs. Taylor Swift got up and played where you saw Paul McCartney singing with Taylor Swift, singing, player's gonna play, play. And he's trying to like, he's watching the chords, playing it. It was hilarious. It was unreal. Like just the whole party was like one of those surreal moments where you're like, this is fucking amazing. You know, in walks Beyonce and, you know, Jay-Z. And then, you know, I'm standing there and Dan Aykroyd's pouring out of his fucking skull vodka that he has, that he owns Mm -hmm. at the bar. We're like, get some of that. That's cool. I was completely hammered. I don't know what the hell I did. I was like an asshole, I'm sure. Oh, my God. Sarah Silverman, I made an ass out of. I'm like, you're pretty. (laughs) I made a total ass out of myself. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, my brother loves you, but I do too. <laughs> did you uh, did you date any, any actresses or actors? No, I, I, no actresses, actresses. I dated some actors. Sorry, it, it, dude, it happens. Um, no, I didn't really. Everybody, it was funny because and it was never true. Uh, I met China one time, wrestler China. People mm-hmm. thought I dated her because I went to the Ivy to hand her a script, not knowing the Ivy has all paparazzi yeah. everywhere. It's the first time oh I ever like was ever God. in that mix. So I was like, oh yeah, and I went to go give a hug, and all of a sudden people were out of like trucks taking pictures, and so I was like. Relax, I'm not fucking her, dude. Uh, seriously, I'm just hugging her. That's McGuire. Yeah, Joey, Joey Fatone canoodling with China yeah, right. At the Ivy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Headline. You know, they always tried to team me up with somebody, but I never. No, I never. I wish I did. Well, kind of stupid. I didn't. Uh, you know. It's never too late. It's never too late. Joey <laughs> Our last guest had stories about Sofia Vergara and Thalia. No shit. Uh, you come up with nothing. You're giving us nothing, Damn Joey. Fatone? Sorry, I didn't give anybody the shocker. Oh, wow. You know the shocker, the rocker, I, well, the Dane, spocker, Dane Cook. the showstopper. The showstopper. The minivan. Dane the Cook. Minivan? It's two in the front, five yeah. in the back. Two in the front, five in the back. We're learning about chili dogs. We're learning about minivans. This is a learning episode, folks. Yes. We can, we can, we can go on forever with that. The Houdini is another good one. Pat yeah. Teller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one one last weird thing for you. Um, was there any uh, when we were doing Big Time Rush? Uh, our our band on the show at some point, uh, this, they made the really amazing, phenomenal choice of having uh, a new band uh, open for them called uh, One Direction. Right, and uh, 
and so they went uh, on the tour uh, where it was the, uh, One Direction opening and then uh, Big Time Rush headlining. Right. And, and then it flip-flopped, and then obviously. It, and then it flip-flopped. And everybody... We made a rule never to have a boy band really opened up for us. If it's a trio, that's cool. Mm-hmm. If it's this, it's great. We've always had... Believe it or not, it's hilarious. We've had Cisco open up for us, the Thong mm-hmm. song. We had Jessica oh Simpson. God. We had Britney. We had Pink. We had Smash Mouth. We had Puffy. Uh, we had a bunch of people open up for us, but we never was a boy band per se. Yeah, sure. Just because you don't yeah, want you didn't, you don't Why would you do that? Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. That's not a nice thing Dumb Carlos, what the hell's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> what, what the was there any sort of, uh, any sort of, was there ever like a street fight between you and 98 Degrees? No. And Backstreet Boys, <laughs> did that always, ever happen? You know what's yeah. funny? We, we did a film uh, not too long ago called Dead 7. It was on sci-fi. And it literally oh, yeah. came in and out. They don't know why they didn't promote it as much as they should have. Because first of all, it, was, it, it opened up. Uh, it came out on April 1st, which was April Fool's Day. So people thought it was a joke, first yeah. of all. They only put it out there for two days and then went off. But the crazy thing about it is is it was some of us from Backstreet, some guys from NSYNC, 98 Degrees, O-Town, Art From Everclear, <laughs> John Cicada. Uh, you had all these 90s icon people. But the cool thing was like a boy band camp and we all hung out. Boy band super And group. we had conversations about a bunch of different things. But the only beef, and every time we've even done interviews together as a group, because a bunch of us have, have done a bunch of like autograph signing stuff, Chris and AJ were the only ones that actually had some sort of beef together. And the reason why is because they dated the same girl. Uh-huh. And it was almost an overlap of one day to the other. So that was the only Who thing that, that Chris wanted to beat the shit as a, some girl. Yes. She was like, no. Well, yeah, well, no, yeah, kind of. You, you, she name. was. Uh, she Come was in a group called Innocence back in the day. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, her name right. is Amanda. Right. Uh, Amanda Latona. I'll even say it. I don't give a okay. damn. What's Dang. She she's wow. actually like a bodybuilder now. Like a, she's, she's a beautiful girl. Oh, so she she works in Vegas. She could kick our ass now. Yes. So can her husband. Her husband's ginormous. Edit out her name. Edit out the name. Edit out the name. Her husband's <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was never really any beef, though. Never That's really so great. Like that. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, having you in here and getting to sit down and chat about uh, um, these are, amazing. Are you saying it's time to say is... bye, bye, bye? Oh, oh, wow, oh, sitting on. Never it. heard that before. Oh, yes. Every time. Wow. Sitting on every time. Son of a bit. Yeah, I think I've oh, got a dollar for every time I heard that shit. Yeah, you know, Matt. God must have. <laughs> God must have spent a little yeah, more time a little on bit. you. No, <laughs> you should be gone. You know. <laughs> there we go. Stick to your game. Shows, damn it! Uh, this <laughs> this was absolutely incredible. Thanks, where brother. where can people uh, keep in touch and find you and look well, at, look I'm yourself? On, tell, uh, talk about the I'm on Twitter and uh, I'm on Instagram with real Joey Fatone, not the fake Joey Fatone, but the real Joey Fatone, the real one. But like I say, yeah, I opened up a hot dog place. I'm excited about it because it's been hands on. It's not like someone just said, "Hey, I have this idea." Yeah, it was more or less of I want to do this. You wanted to do went it. through the tastings, did the whole thing from the logo to the the way it's going to look. To pretty much even hiring the you know the people that we're going to have we had a we have a, a operations woman that obviously did all the, the hiring as far as staff is concerned we got some people wanting a franchise right now but we're kind of keeping it small at the moment and just where is it exactly it's in the it's a kiosk actually it's not even a restaurant it's nice. in the Florida Mall in Orlando it's called the Florida Mall in Orlando Florida uh, it's a small little spot right now and then uh, we're going to hopefully branch off in Florida around and then hopefully go other places what uh what type oh. of hot dog should be be uh, well, keeping our eyes out for well you know I like to take the piss out of myself with some fucking hot dogs so what I did is I have a flight of hot dogs there's little mini ones Ooh. so it's a little flavor sample if you will and that's Ooh. called a boy bander because yes! they're five yes! oh, yeah. 
have many hot dogs. It. We I'm have going one to Florida today. We have, and there's one, there's a bunch of them that are in there. There's one called Gone Hollywood, which has guacamole, mozzarella cheese, diced tomatoes. Mm-hmm. There's one called uh, Sloppy Joey, which is a chili dog, chili cheese dog, speaking of chili cheese dogs. <laughs> um, we have a, 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 we do three of them where we press the hot dog, which is a one called Johnny's Pizza, which has pepperoni, mozzarella cheese, and, and the hot dog and sauce mm-hmm. in it. So and you can dip it as well. Then there's a Cuban, a Reuben we have. We have one called Mac Daddy that just came out for a limited time, which is mac and cheese, white cheddar mac and cheese on the hot dog. And then we also have one called the Fat One, which has the hot dog is ginormous. It's a, a, a black Angus beef. It is everything but the kitchen sink. It has French fries, uh, Jesus, French fries, nacho cheese, pepperoni, corned beef. Um, Gosh, what else does it have? It has uh, red sweet onions in it. Uh, I'm sold. It has yeah. it has a bunch? It has a, a whole. It's a. It's amazing. It's actually really good. And so, so yeah, nice. if you ever check it out, it's fatonedogs.com. If you want to check it out on the website, no we sell t-shirts and hats. Oh my cool. god! I'll I gotta buy them. No, I gotta get you a shirt. That's I'll right. Wear I will. I'll, I'll wear it. I'll wear it. I'll wear it on stage. I'll get you guys some shirts. That Sweet, sounds please. fantastic. Um, amazing. You're you're incredible. Anytime, brother. You know no, that this was so damn cool. So much fun. Um, Matt, right. where can people find you on the internet? Uh, go to funnymat.com. I got everything on there. Or if you were annoyed by me, let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. Which people do because that's a real site. It's a real, yeah. pretty it's a real smart. Website. You know, you have the good and the bad. I like that. Yep. And you, you got, got a little bit of both. I'm going to go to sucks.com today. <laughs> there you go. That's the way to do it. What about you, Glazer? Uh, well, as somebody who's getting known as being high all the time and saying dumb things to the camera, you can uh, find me on all the BuzzFeed videos and High Times, TBS Digital in 2017, and follow me on Twitter at Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo. And that hot dog place sounds dynamite as a stuff. You guys are man. in Florida. Oh you let me gosh, know. Jesus. I will hook you up. I will put a fat one in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robbie. Robbie, what about you? Uh, Robbie, you bastard. Well, actually, I have one last question. <laughs> oh, Go, yeah. for Go for it. Go for it, Robbie. it. Give it to me. Since you're opening up a hot dog stand, <laughs> right. and the proverbial myth is that like girls practice on hot dogs, are you worried? <laughs> <laughs> that all the InSync fans who haven't been able to have the Joey Fatone ha- hot dog are going to use that as supplements. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so too. I hope for business, especially because yeah, if I start getting because we're going to be we're in the process of making our actual own hot dog, like Fat Ones hot dog, so you can get them in grocery stores. So not only it'll be frozen as well, so they'll have a nice little treat to use if, oh, if anything. Uh, I think hey. Robbie's questions That's are getting the know. health department to go make an inspection. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a lot of trouble, Robbie. Robbie, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Robbie Carlisle. Uh, you can also find me uh, on Facebook, and uh, I do stuff at the nighttime show. Hey, live nighttime show, uh, January 28th, February 25th, and uh, March 25th. Well, January oh, yeah. 20th is my birthday. I turned 40. Oh, oh, my God. That's amazing, man. You said that. I was like, oh, 28th. That's my birth. Hey. You should come. All right. The, sure. Yeah, do it. And I'll bring weenies. Yeah. yeah. Sounds yes, amazing. There we go. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show. I'm at Stephen Glickman on all social media. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Joey, you're Thanks, the man. Appreciate it, man. No problem. I'll my talk pleasure. to you guys soon. Peace. Peace. Oh.